You're listening to Connect on blogtalkradio.com. Catch us on the web at umconnect.info. Welcome to this episode of Connect. I'm Michael Rich, and I'm the Web and Communications Manager for the Western North Carolina Conference. And today we've got with us Ed Kilborn. Ed is a storyteller, a longtime singer, songwriter, performer within the southeastern jurisdiction. And we've had him on the show before, but it's good to have you here today, Ed. Thank you, Michael. And today we're going to be talking specifically about Vacation Bible School for Seniors. This is something new that Ed Kilborn's doing, and I brought him on the show so he could tell us what it's all about. Well, that's what I asked when somebody called me up and said, would you like to do a Vacation Bible School for Senior Adults? I uh, I, I I have to say I was not that excited about the I just the idea just didn't seem to work at all, uh, obviously because you know vacation Bible school is something from your childhood for sure and, you know it's, it's it's children and and and, and so um, but they 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 said they they were wanting to try it to see what would happen and uh, they said we'll put you up and feed you good and and it was a church down in Hattiesburg Mississippi some mm. friends of mine that had been down there that I'd get to see again so I said uh let's let's go down and spend 4 days in 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 Hattiesburg and in those 4 days uh I really discovered uh what they had done and have evolved it since then okay so um uh, that's a little of the history um how many of these have you done so far? I've now done uh, eight of them. Um, I did that first year. I did a couple, and then I put the idea out there with uh, educators and church staff people that that work with uh, seniors, and uh, it it kind of took off uh, like nothing I've done in in uh, my older years. Uh, something that really captured people's imaginations. Of course, people are looking for programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for senior adults, and it's hard to find something that, um, I mean, you have luncheons and you have Sunday school classes, um, and then you take tours and load up a tour bus. There are things that you can do uh, with seniors, and uh, so getting them to 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 try something uh, a little different, uh, you know, as you get older, it's 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 hard to be that flexible sometimes, and so um, this uh, idea. Uh, connected with the rhythm of of senior adults, and here's how they did it. They they just did it. They was it was very very um, um, bare in a way, simple. It was just a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday, mm-hmm. and the gathering would be from ten until twelve each day on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Nothing in the evening because they didn't want seniors to have to drive at night. And I added uh, the Sunday so I could come and 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 lead uh, worship in music and storytelling, which is uh, my mainstay of what I do. And then on Sunday afternoon, I did a I did a my five o'clock somewhere um, uh, concert for the church. And since I was there, that was that was a way to you know to help me be able to to serve the whole congregation. But it also helped kick off some interest in the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Hmm. So while they planned the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, they said, okay, we're going to have them come, uh, you know, um, maybe at, at 10 o'clock, and then you can go from 1030 to 12 and do your storytelling and your, 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 um, your Bible teaching through storytelling, which is That's what, what I, you do. It's what I do, uh, which works for, a, a, you know, Bible school. So, and then I can use humor, and I use music and mix that all together. 
Well, there's some things that started to happen that we hadn't anticipated. One is uh, older adults uh, don't come at 10 or 1030. They come at nine o'clock and they sit around and they talk and they have and they bring snacks. And then so we had a snack table and people came earlier and they brought more people. And we realized that the fellowship component was bigger than we thought. Hmm. And they'd want to be there for that. And so they'd come an hour early. And on that first event that I did uh, in Hattiesburg, um, they uh, decorated the table with uh, crayons and uh, some some adult coloring books because that was a, a table decoration. Mm. Well, the people that came early didn't know it was a table decoration. <laughs> they thought, hey, coloring books. So they started coloring. Well, that became the thing. I walk into the room, I'm ready to, you know, at 10 o'clock, I'm getting ready to tune up and get ready to start. For my, the room is full of people coloring and showing each other their coloring. And um, so then uh, I said, okay, from now on, this is not a table decoration. This is, we're going to have, we're going to have some mandalas and some mm-hmm. different, different uh, geometric designs. And, and uh, we shifted over from crayons to pencils, which is a little bit easier to work with for their hands and right. so on. Uh, so we've just modified it as we've gone along. And so it turns out that the coloring, uh, while some people thought, well, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to make older adults color. That's that's kind of childish. It turns out that that's if they want to do it, then that's what they want to do. Now, they don't have to do that. Right. But, but they but they did. And then they stayed at noon. Um, they had a potluck dinner uh, at one church, so people brought stuff, and then they catered at another church. Uh, I think the catering works a little better, but uh, that turned into, uh, it was supposed to have been just a quick lunch, and then everybody goes home. Well, they stayed around for that, so it wasn't until 1 or one thirty that people left. So it became quite, um, quite a good morning, mm-hmm. you know, a morning out. Uh, morning out. When I say a morning out, uh, there were some groups that were brought from uh, retirement homes, uh, from actually from rest homes. They they loaded up a bus and brought them and and let us take care of them for two hours. Wow! You know? So it was a it was a little bit of a daycare kind of uh, mm-hmm. elder care uh, situation. Um, some of those people couldn't couldn't participate up to the level of some of the others, but it was uh, it was a beautiful sight to see the mix of of seniors out in the room and so uh and it connected with me partly because that's what i do Mm -hmm. and the other is that's who i am i am an old man and i have been for (laughs) for a number of years now and so uh, as a senior adult i am i am not uh, doing this as a spectator sport Uh, this is this is my age uh range and um, I live in Southwest Florida now where, um, as I often tell people, you look out at a church in Southwest Florida, it looks like a box of Q-tips on oh, Sunday morning. Sure. I'm telling you what, we are, uh, you know, average 70, probably 70 to 75 in, in our congregation. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's uh, the rhythm of, of the people that I'm with. Also, uh, finding their probably looser and more adaptable sometimes than when I work with just uh, adults. And certainly they have uh, much more participation than, than young people. Young people's attention spans is, is a whole different range of things. And for sure. That's a tough challenge for me. And uh, as you know, I work with confirmation, which is the right. other end, sixth and seventh graders. And, 
And if I didn't have my team with me doing that, I, I couldn't keep up with uh, the young people. But the senior adults, they, they're, they're, they slow down, and I can catch them because, uh, because I can't move that fast. And I always like working with older adults. I also say I like them because they go to sleep early, <laughs> and they don't tear up the motel. Well, know? there you go. Well, I have an a interesting insight, and in this whole coloring thing has become uh, very important. Uh, the little church that I serve on the side, uh, they do a coloring thing every month. And it's mostly women, but men are invited. And they come in and they color, and we color um, postcards that go out you know, in the mail to people oh. in need. And, oh, yeah. and I find that a lot of people love this. And I would have never thought it until I saw it happening. Um, they open it up one day, had a dozen people come and uh, color. And um, so it's something very cool there that um, is striking this age group. Uh, The other thing that I'm wondering about is your music in that um, you span a couple of uh, decades in your uh, music. But I'm guessing that a lot of these folks that are coming to Vacation Bible School, you play music that appeals to them when they were in their 30s and 40s. That's exactly uh, that's exactly right. Uh, it used to be back in the day you'd get together with older adults and you'd sing, uh, um, you'd sing. Uh, uh, I've been working on the railroad. You sing Michael Rowe, the Boulder Show. Well, this generation grew up in the 70s and 80s, so I do Jackson Brown, I do Dan Fogelberg, I do James Taylor. Um, and I do sing-alongs of pop songs from that generation, and they they all know these words. And uh, um, it's not like they get up and dance. Although uh, when I do, when they do come in at nine o'clock, I play I play some some um, some big band music. And by George, there are people that you play some big band music, they're going to get up and dance. So we cleared a little place over at uh, Wake Forest United Methodist Church. We cleared hmm. a little floor and. Uh, some of those some of those old timers can still cut a rug, as they say. So that was a that was a nice little thing too with music. Uh, they they will respond um, with joy, and with their feet. All right. Well, why don't we take a break now, and then we're going to come back after the break and talk more about what it is that you're doing with Vacation Bible School with seniors. Hi, I'm Jane Boatwright Wood, conference lay leader, and with 30 exceptional folks representing 1,100 local churches and almost 300,000 lay members, I serve on the board of laity, where we encourage and equip laity in their understanding and appreciation of their role in the church. The laity are Christ's church in the community and the world. The laity are the primary way new folks get to know Christ in the United Methodist Church, and that's how we fulfill the mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ and transform the world. The United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina is a ministry of the church for the church whose mission is to build the church for generations to come. We fulfill this vision by investing in people as well as helping churches and related institutions invest the financial resources that God has given to them. My name is David Snipes and we look forward to the day when you give your United Methodist Foundation a call. You can find out more about the United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina at our show's website, which is umconnect.info. And so we're back now with uh, Ed Kilborn, and we've been talking about Vacation Bible School for Seniors, talked a little bit about the history and um, how it's working. Um, Ed, tell us a little bit about how would someone go about doing this? They've heard about it. They're excited. How do they uh, sign up for one of these? 
Well, uh, I would say, of course, before you, you, you sign up, you look at, at uh, what you have as far as a facility. You just you need a facility, um, which is most churches would have a fellowship hall that could handle that. We um, need round tables, mm. um, so a, a room full of round tables. Um, and a minimum of about 60 uh, older adults that will commit. And what I have suggested is they begin by going around to the Sunday schools, talk about the possibility of, of doing this and getting people uh, more than just interested, but actually saying, oh, I, I, will, I, will, I will commit to come those three days or I will bring, you know, I'll bring a friend. And, and uh, that's an important component of this. This is a, a kind of thing that is... Uh, that bridges between churches, denominations, whatever. People have no no uh, hesitation to bring people uh, just at, because this is my friend and I'm a senior adult and this is somebody I hang out with at the, you know, at a, at a at the restaurant early in the morning and I mention it to him. I'm I'm going to bring him. You know, that kind that kind of relationship is easy to to weave into this into this format. So fi- so first and and foremost uh finding folks who are uh, who are willing and committed and and when I say 60 it takes about that many to get some momentum with a group. Mm. Um I actually did this uh at 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 Central Church and Shelby before we probably had 35 to 40. Um we had a great time. Um uh, could have could have done the same amount of work could have could have reached more, you know, more people. Um, so I also did it at um, at uh, St. Paul's in Monroe, Louisiana. We had 120 people that mm. filled a room, and that was uh, almost a crowd there. So somewhere somewhere around 80 to 100 people would be great if you can do that. Uh, I, I, uh, I encourage churches. It, it makes good sense to get more than one church involved, mm. um, one or two um, churches. Then, um, what if they've got the if they've got the momentum, they've got the enough people and, and enough uh, enough interest, then uh, uh, call me. I don't have an agent. Uh, this is the way I've worked for over fifty years. Just uh, call me. Go to my website uh, edkilburn.com, and there's a the senior adult page, and it gives you a worksheet from the get go, and you get a committee together. Um, Churches have gotten pretty elaborate with committees. Sometimes they have decoration committee and they have food people and they got all this kind. Of, it really doesn't have to be more than a couple of people. Um, uh, and then speaking of publications, your your own area of communication. Somebody needs to put together a little bit of a brochure mm-hmm. so that that so that when they walk in, they will see the 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 Bible stories that are going to be told about the scripture references that are going to be used so they'll have something each day that's right in front of them to give them uh, a pattern uh, a menu for the day um, then they get in touch with me and I have set aside um, weekends throughout the summer mostly in August and September uh, we begin on a Sunday um, with the Sunday morning uh, in worship and the Five o'clock somewhere, uh, concert and Sunday afternoon. That's just uh, a standard Ed Kilburn mm-hmm. fair. And then Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we do the uh, we do the vacation Bible school between uh, ten thirty and twelve. Um, I have to say that I I have been last year when I did two or three of the churches. They uh, said, "Now next year when you come back, here's <laughs> what we're going to do." I said, "What are you talking about?" They said. 
well, we're going to do it next year. And I said, no, I hadn't thought about doing this year after year. I'm, I'll do it somewhere. Oh, no, no, you're coming back. Pineville Church in Charlotte uh, by George. They said, of course you're coming back. Okay. I said, okay, if I am coming back, then I also, I, I also need a different format that, so I wouldn't come back for another Sunday. Right. I will do just a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and, and, and then maybe I'll do something in a, on, on Sunday at some other church in the area or something like that. So I can do it just Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. But, it, uh, but I like to start off with the Sunday because that helps promote the Monday, Tuesday, oh, sure. and Wednesday. And I'm not a high-profile person. I've been around a lot of years, and people are very kind. They've Many uh, older adults uh, come up and say, I first saw you when I was at church camp, you know. And, right. And here they are, long since retired, and uh, that's uh, that's that's uh, that's a sweet thing to have been around long enough to have that kind of relationship. So um, that um, organization, uh, somebody to do a little bit of promotion, somebody to do a little publication, um, somebody to organize the meal uh, afterwards and uh, put out the table decorations. I sent. I, I've sent the. I've got plenty of adult coloring books now. I've got quite a collection. People have sent them to me hmm. since we started doing that. And they get some colored pencils. And that's, you know, that's that's all we need. And uh, um, I'm a storyteller. Um, so I set up, I set up right in the middle and I have a, I have a movable um, little, little stand uh, that I can put my stool up on. And so I can, I can sit with them all around me. Uh, so I like that intimacy. So uh, that's really an important part if you're a storyteller is to not be very far away right. from the people. Senior adults, um, we struggle with both uh, hearing. Right. Not because we can't hear as much, but we lose our high frequencies. Hmm. So I carry a Bose system that is just finely, finely tuned for older adults, and they love it. Uh, by being close to them and by having this system that surrounds them with sound, uh, that makes it very comfortable uh, for them. The other is, as our vision gets weaker, we don't know, uh, many uh, older adults, probably me included, we don't know that we think we're hearing a person, but we're actually also reading lips. Mm. So if you can't see, for instance, on Sunday morning, if you can't see the preacher's lips, you can hear a wah, 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 wah coming over the sound system, right. but you cannot distinctly understand what they were saying, and they th- think sometimes they think it's because they're hard of hearing it's because the two either the light either there's no lighting on the, the pastor either he or she is just you know kind of in a dark place up there mm-hmm. or maybe the lighting comes from up above and their mouth is out of the light right um, so those elements are important and I am a communicator and so I specialize in, in working on sound lights uh, immediacy and after three days on Wednesday, um, usually we celebrate the closing with uh, the breaking of bread and the passing of the peace, and we feed each other communion around the tables, and then we go down the road, and then I get a call that says, oh, you're coming back next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But this next year, I'm going to 10 different places, including a church that I've never heard of, that heard of me in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm going oh, wow. To- I'll be in Monroe, Louisiana. I'll be uh, around the Western North Carolina for three or four different places. Williamson's Chapel is going to do one. We're going to have a, a really good time around the state and around the South doing senior adult vacation Bible school. 
That's great. Well, I know um, that whole idea of people saying, we saw you when. Um, the first time I saw you was Blue Lake Camp about 1976. My, my, my. And you had a ponytail. I remember that. No. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> I had an afro. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I have no hair now. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing to, to think back. And you had been in the business a long time then. 1965, here at Lake Junaluska, first event. I was in college, came here. Mm. And here I am uh, in 2016, uh, getting ready to lead uh, Confirmation Series once again. Well, that is wonderful. Ed, it's always good to have you on the show, and we're going to bring you back, and we're going to talk about Confirmation at another time. Cool, cool, Michael. Thanks. All right. Thanks for being on the show, and thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week connecting United Methodists and their stories. Thanks to our sponsors, the Western North Carolina Conference and the United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina. Find out more about them at our show's website, umconnect.info. You've been listening to Connect.